The Other Side podcast mission is to discuss important cultural and social issues relating to race, culture, gender, and equality. Hey, thanks again for joining us for another episode of The Other Side podcast. I'm Scott Kirk here with Lucas Sullivan. And today we will be talking to young hip hop artists from Ohio, Joey H. Joey is here. H. Yes. Yes. Glad to be back. I'm excited. Thanks, man. So you were here a few weeks ago mm-hmm. for a series that we do here at the paper where we bring in artists and they perform live downstairs in our lobby. So you were here for that. Yeah. Right. It was awesome. It yeah, was awesome. Fun. You can check it out on our Facebook page. Absolutely. So we thought it'd be a good idea to start off by kind of going through some of your music and just kind of getting your thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. Now, you're an independent artist. Yes. So yes. We'll tell people what that means. I do a lot of this by myself and with my team. There's no label, and this is just all DIY. So it's just a gr- you're just grinding yep. your, to get your stuff. Do you want a label deal, or you want to stay independent? I'd rather stay independent right okay. right now. Like just seeing how things are. With I like creative control. So right, but I mean, with those bigger deals, you get the you know the A and R, you mm-hmm. get the marketing, you get. I mean, there's yeah. there's definitely some downsides, but there's some plus sides mm-hmm. too. So right now, you feel like for your career though, yeah, okay. and it's just like the internet is so the internet has changed the game so much where it's like once you get a big enough audience, the label will be like, all right, we'll be able to do this for you, and you're right. like, well, that's cool, but we're already right. so you're, you're, you're twenty twenty four twenty four, mm-hmm. and you got your start on SoundCloud though, right? Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So do you really need like a studio anymore or do you just need a place where the acoustics are good, you got your setup and go or do you do you feel like you still need to get into an actual studio? I get into a studio and I like now like studios can be anywhere like if you wanted to you could set up a studio in here. That's all right, you, we got good digs in here. Like all you need is just the computer, microphone, That's programs right. and this is it's a grab. Now you mentioned the internet and how it's kind of changed the game a little bit because like before artists would feel like they have to put out a whole like a whole album yeah. and you know they agonize over it and now you know you can get noticed by just one hit, right? One hit and like before it was like one hit and you never hear of them again. And like now it's like you get one hit and then with like Spotify and all that stuff it's like you can follow that up with the most like mid song ever, but like once you get an audience and you get core fans and all that stuff off that one hit they'll hear of you forever like it's crazy well listening to your music it comes off as kind of a chill vibe is that on purpose is that just your style is yeah. that how this out al- is that how your latest album yeah came it's, down? it's just more my style i'm influenced by a lot of like the 90s early 2000s and stuff like that and i just want to make it more modern to myself who are your biggest influences so i'll say like one of my biggest influences, Ash Roth, like he's one of the people that like kind of got me into wanting to make music like myself. And then other artists, I mean, back in the 90s, I listened to like a lot of Farside, Tribe. That's who you remind me of. Them, I was going to say Common, Royce mm-hmm. the 59, got mm-hmm. a, a cold J. Cole sound, mm-hmm. Slum Village, like yeah. all that. Kinda. And those are all people that, I got, that I've listened to just over the years. Like once I once I was able to get my own set of ears I guess like before when I was a child I was like listening to whatever my parents like kind of had out going on in the car or like whenever I went over to my grandmother's house it was like listening to music from like MTV jams and stuff like that so I was really getting that but then as soon as I I was able to 
download LimeWire and stuff. It was like, all right, I'm going to listen to this old Jay-Z or or try to listen to some stuff that nobody's listening to right now. And I naturally just gravitated towards that stuff because that's like what I like to listen to. You also have, to me, an East Coast sound mm-hmm. yeah. to you, which is interesting because you're from Ohio. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a Midwestern thing. Mm-hmm. But like, is that intentional or is that just because of you were influenced by a lot of East Coast yeah. rappers? I was in, I'm influenced by a lot of East Coast rappers. And they're like, I love the production. So like the whole boom bap sound, like I love that. So once I'm able to, it's more modern now. I've Because it used to be to a point where it was like, literally all you hear is just boom bap, boom bap, boom bap. And then it got to a point where it was like, I remember I was talking to somebody, a blogger a few years ago, and he was just like, yeah, like I enjoy you and I enjoy listening to you. But once I hear you and what you have with the boom bap and everything, I want to go back and I want to listen to the, you know, I want to listen to some other artists. I want to listen to the Tribe Call Quest. So then that's when I started to say, okay, I need to make it my own sound. I need to do my own thing and make it, you know, maybe take this stuff and, and be inspired by it, but make it more modern. When you write, mm-hmm. because that, I mean, to me, that's the most fascinating part of it. Do you lock yourself in a room? Do you wake up in the middle of the night because something pops in your mm-hmm. head? Like, you know, artists are kind of all over the map mm-hmm. on this. What's your writing process? It's all across the board. Like, a lot of times when I'm in the car, I'll just play beats that I've been sent, and I'll just let them run, and I'll just drive. And then I know it's not the best driving practice, but I'll be like, all right, pull out my phone, jot this line down, or voice memos. I'll just start, like thinking of lines and then I'll just say them into the voice memo. So I've been doing that a lot of that recently and then I guess my best time is when I'm in bed. Like it sounds really weird but I'll just play a beat and I'm just like, all right. So you're just laying in bed and something pops in your head. Yeah. And And you immediately just get, you use your phone a lot to get it down. Mm -hmm. I have like thousands of notes in my phone. Like just of different startup lines or just lines in general just pop in my head I'll just go ahead down. freestyle drop 14 bars for us. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean that that's fascinating so do you categorize them like this could be a hook this could be an opening line like is that or, like do you organize them because you've got so many or do you just let them sit there and then you yeah you you go back and look them over usually I let them sit there and then I think like I have some now that I'm thinking about and I'm like all right where can I place this at it's kind of weird but like the way that I write I write from like top down like I'm literally like once I write the first line in order to get to like line seven I have to start back at the top to go back down so I'm like first off it helps me with like remembering the words and stuff like that but like I have a image of like these lines and stuff like that so whenever I hear another beat I'm like oh this would sound perfect for this beat or something like that okay first of all I know this one thing about a lot of your track titles are one word or Mm -hmm. two words Mm -hmm. why simple it's simple I'm very bad at track titles (laughs) so like I have a song I'm working on now and they're like I get to the studio and they're like yeah what's the song gonna be called I'm like uh track one (laughs) uh like I'll very generic things and then usually they change after the song is recorded and stuff like that but I don't know it's I've never really thought about like the track titles or I mean they're not bad mm-hmm. I just it was something I noticed mm-hmm. okay next thing so you call yourself the headband assassin right <laughs> yeah why where did that come from <laughs> so uh, when I perform I wear a headband 
And uh, for like the past two, three years, I've been, or yeah, about two years, I've been wearing it. And like, for me, it just feels like when I get on stage and once the headband comes on, it's a different me. It's like- Your alter ego? Yeah, okay. al- almost like an alter ego, but it's just like, I'm not here to play games. It's, so since you're not wearing a headband today, right. we're, getting, we're getting the real authentic, <laughs> like just chill, Joey H. We're not getting the Joey H that steps out on stage. Yeah. And okay. that's not always a bad I'm cool thing. with that. No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, hey. All right, so one of the things I noticed, or both of us actually noticed, is that you don't curse a lot mm-hmm. in your music, which is good. It's, mm-hmm. That's refreshing. You know, hip-hop gets a, a bad rap sometimes mm-hmm. because it's uh, the, the language and the lyrics and everything. Is that just because, like, personally, you just don't curse a lot or you intentionally you know, try to mm-hmm. leave as much of that as possible out of your yeah, music. Yeah, I would say it's intentional. My parents listen a lot. And especially when I started out, my parents were like, I would play like a lot of the songs for them. Mm-hmm. Like back in late high school, I would play like some of the songs for my mom. And I mean, if I were to just come in there and at 18 years old, like, here's these new songs I've been working on. And she'd be like, what's this? Like, so <laughs> I, I, ne- I I never wanted to like, this, this is great, this man. My... You're the first rapper I've ever heard of that like, his, he was his mom, his mom, like when he's like writing the mm-hmm. lyrics, like that's, that's she would have been like, Joey. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. And I just always think about like the audience that's listening and my parents, my grandparents, my family, they all listen. So I just want to make sure that I'm representing as much as possible. Okay, you ready for hard? That was pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, how do you feel about white people using the N-word? If it's in a rap verse and they're just singing along or mm-hmm. repeating it, is that okay? Is it not okay? Hate it. Okay. <laughs> because? I don't know. It's just like, it's, it's literally like one word that you just don't have to say. So you're saying when the song is playing, when the, when the song, when you're playing. just in your car by yourself, no, or not even. Let's just say you're in a club, in you're a club. with your friends. The song comes. No, on. no, I want my scenario. Because, if I'm in a car by myself, because I'm, we know I'm not supposed to, to. I'm just supposed to not say that word. I put it like this: if it's if, in the song, I'm saying. If I'm in the car with my mom, and you by yourself, you can do what you want to. <laughs> no, I'm saying like, should you? Gonna, I'm saying when you're out where someone else could hear you saying it, like, should you? I guess in private. No, let me tell you what what happens in the club because I've seen it. Okay, what when happens? they forget to that song, white people look over their shoulders to see if to see if there's <laughs> like, any black people around, and then they just kind of do they say it. Some of them do, some of them don't. I've seen it, but yeah, I but I, I love it. I love the looking over both shoulders, you know, to see like if is it's it, cool, is it like, cool, like then it's straight. Then is it's somebody cool. gonna catch me or yeah. okay? But you say, yeah, you say doesn't matter, don't do it. It's one word, like you just don't have to say. And like if I'm in the car with my mom and like a song comes on, I'm not about to be in the car just being like, nah, I'm okay. I'm not gonna say it. Like, so you you won't even say you won't even say with your mom in the car. Nah. But you'll say without her in the car? Yeah, like, I mean, it, <laughs> I mean, well, if I'm, I, mean, well, it, it, I just, it's like, it's like, he respects his mom. I appreciate I, I, it. It's like, you are a very respectable <laughs> young man. Like, you are ruining but your you, whole image, But your man. mom, like, like how, does your mom do it? Like, if she's alone in the car, do you nah, think she? Nah. She never does it? Nah, never. Really? Nah. But you say your parents grew up listening to I mean, rap, they, right? Nah, not really. Not I mean, really? Nah. They okay. they were more like, my mom loves like Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson, all that stuff. So I was oh, okay. always listening to that stuff when I was growing up with them. I didn't start listening to hip hop as much until, like the first hip hop that I was like able to listen to was like Bow Wow. <laughs> like okay. that was the first like appropriate here, listen to this. And then like Erica Badu and then Will Smith. Okay. 
Well, that's interesting. That is interesting. I was listening to Money Grew on Trees. Mm-hmm. That's your that's your latest yes. LP. Mm-hmm. You know, and we talked about this kind of earlier. Like some artists put out an album, and some artists just put out tracks. Uh-huh. So you decided to put out an album. Mm-hmm. What was the reason for that? I like concepts. So it's really hard for me to just put out one song or two songs. And it's like a weird period that I'm at right now because that's like where I'm at is I've just been making a lot of songs and they don't go together. But like after a while, when I was like writing this project, a lot of songs, I didn't think that it was going to be a project. I was just kind of writing. And then after like listening to them, I'm like, all right, this concept. Do you do do mixtapes? I think now like mixtape album EPs, like they're all kind of. Same. The same thing now with it's like is it is it a mixtape? Yeah. Is it gonna go on like SoundCloud and Spotify and Apple? Yeah. I'm like I mean it might as well just be So are you trying to take us on a journey with this album or is it just you're just putting your what is it, your eleven best mm-hmm. songs out there that um, you got? Yeah, it's it's a journey and like basically just different stories of where I've been at from twenty sixteen to about middle of twenty seventeen. Like, what are your, some of your favorite tracks on the album? The first, I know you're going to say all of them, but, <laughs> but your favorites of the favorites. My favorites, uh, I would say the intro, WMV. Okay. That's probably one of my favorites. And, and just tell our listeners briefly, like, what's that song about to you? Uh, it's First off, the, uh, WMV means Woodmere Village. Um, that's where I'm from, back in Cleveland. And, putting the mirror on the map. Yeah. And, okay. like, it's been a... How do you know they call it the mirror? <laughs> that's what he calls it. <laughs> I didn't come up with that name. This guy over here talking like (laughs) this. Putting a mirror on the map. Yeah. And like, it's always been almost not really a struggle, but it's like, I'm from the suburbs of Cleveland. And like, a lot of times when you're like, oh yeah, man, I'm from Cleveland. It's like, oh, where are you from? Like, you're not really from Cleveland, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, whatever. But I'm from the suburbs. I'm from my area. I'm from Woodmere Village. And like, being able to say it properly, like, this is where I'm from. And like, I'm happy to be from here. And it's a small town. I want to be the one that like when it comes down to it, when you think of Woodmere Village, I want you to be like, oh yeah, that's where Joey H is from. So we got a little bit of that. You you can feel free to you know to rap over it, or we mm-hmm. can just kind of vibe out and then go on to the next thing. So go ahead, Patrick. Tris game set. I tell him this ain't even fame yet. Man, you guessing? I got enough to drive to Cincinnati, catch an Uber to New York, and catch a flight to Southern Cali. How badly do I want it? It's game seven in my own city on this ride that won't fall like this. So, Joey, what was the inspiration for this? Just like, I I remember like one day I was, like the first line, it was after the Cavs parade in 2016. And um, yeah, there was a... I was at that parade. Yeah. In the rapid station, there was like shooter, I guess. There was like somebody that was at, some little kid had a gun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I guess tried to shoot somebody. Yeah, so the, it was a lot of chaos. So people are like running around, mm-hmm. and like I'm in the rapid station, and you see a bunch of people. Like people start running, so I'm freaking out. So like me and my cousin are literally running through like the rapid station, like wow. where the tracks are, and like a lot of people are. We were just running like further all the way. You just didn't know what was. Yeah, like, I mean, and there were a ton of people yeah. there that day. It was like kids being separated from their parents. It was like weird. I was like, I never, I'm never going to pray again ever because of that. Yeah, unless the Browns win, that's it. But <laughs> speaking of Browns. I, I, I listen to one of your songs. You, you put Ernest Biner in the... Yes. I mean, right then I was like, Joey might be my favorite rapper ever. I mean, if you get Ernest Biner in a song, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's a pinnacle to me. Yeah, I, I love, like, sports references. Okay. And especially, like... 
Cleveland sports references. So that's uh, pretty sweet. Real quick, just to kind of wrap up. So right now you're living down here. Mm-hmm. You went to school at Denison, right? Yes. What was your major there? Communication. Okay. And so you graduated from there? Mm-hmm. Now you're just uh, down here in Columbus. Is the music scene different here than Cleveland? Yeah, I would say so, yeah. It's a lot more to do here. Like, there's just so many different venues that people can, like, for independent artists, people can, like, set up their own shows at different places and stuff like that. Whereas in Cleveland, there's not as many venues. Things are, like, more spread out. It's like there's east side places, there's west side places, there's, like, downtown places. And, like, for the most part in Cleveland, if there's not a big opportunity for you to get on to something, Mm. it's not really that open. Okay. Whereas like here, it's like you can perform at the basement or you can perform at Scully's or there's like places like Cafe Kerouac where you can like set up your own show. Sure. House shows. Ohio State is it's just a lot the, that you can dispatch. do. You can play at the dispatch. <laughs> right. So obviously you value lyrics, mm-hmm. bars. And so in the era of mumble rap, mm-hmm. ad-libbing, sing-song rap, like I'm old school. I'm old. You mm-hmm. know, I'm almost 40. So I come from a different generation, but. I'm just curious, do you think that hip-hop is in a good place right now? Because I know, like, Mm -hmm. to be honest, a lot of, like, what's really hot and popular right now is not necessarily what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Because you actually take time to perfect your craft. And Mm -hmm. and, like I said, you're just very lyrically heavy. Mm -hmm. What do you think about... It sounds weird. I think it's in a good place. Like, I think you need everything. Like, I say it all the time. Like, I love J. Cole, but I'm not trying to hear J. Cole at the club. Like, I love... Listening to Lil Uzi and okay, okay. and the Futures and Amigos and stuff like that, and then also like something that I've realized is like a lot of waves happen and like waves and fads and it's fads and fashion. There's fads and everything. There's like and then after a while they kind of go away. But the thing that always stays constant is the things that like are you know a J Cole is gonna go from two thousand and what eight two thousand nine until the time that he's done. Right. Like and there's not. Uh, there's been like several fads since then that right. like he's still going to be here he's still going to be a prominent part of the hip hop power rankings or I guess and like for me it's like we can do with the fads whatever but you already and always will know who's at the top alright you guys ready for the game I'm gonna be honest I never heard of mumble rap you've heard it <laughs> I mean you I just probably didn't heard know it. I didn't it know it was. it was called mumble rap so since we got Joey here I thought it'd be good for us to play hip hop trivia well, trivia, the hip-hop version. Mm-hmm. So here's how the game works. What do we have today, Bob? <laughs> so here's how the game works. So Patrick is going to choose a question. I have no prior knowledge of the questions or the answers. Boss. He's going to choose a question. He's going to read the question. If you think you know the answer, you say your name first. Mm-hmm. So you say Joey. Then mm-hmm. Patrick will acknowledge you then you answer the question if nope, you get if you not get what it wrong if you get it wrong then it goes to the next person if nobody gets the answer right he'll just tell us what the answer is mm-hmm. and we'll move on to the next question the person with the most points at the end of the game is the winner or the game ends when Scott gets so upset because he's losing I never get win. upset because I never lose dude you'll see you'll see watch how they gang up on me in a second okay the first question says who is this legendary Memphis rap group that won an academy award for best Scott. original song in 2006 uh 3-6 Mafia yeah yeah the next question says who is the stage name of the American rapper with the birth name Marshall Bruce Mathers? <laughs> Lucas. Joey. I heard Joey. Go ahead. Eminem. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The next question says, who gave us these lyrics? In a street brawl, I strike men quicker than lightning. Lucas. You see 
Okay, who isn't? Fat Joe. No, not what it says. Do you guys have a guess, Scott? Or Can you read it again? Yeah. Who gave us these lyrics? In a street brawl, I strike men quicker than lightning. You see what happened in my last fight, friend? I then? I don't know. Joey? From the sounds of it, it sounds like... That sounds like an Eric B. Rakim line. It says Big L. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, no. I, I think our new podcast is having just Patrick read rap lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, go ahead, Patrick. Okay, here's an easy one. I think you guys may know, or a lot of you may know. What was the name of Jay Z's first album? Scott. Yes. Reasonable doubt. Yes. I was gonna say the Blueprint. Okay. Next score is two one. Excuse me. There's a third person here. <laughs> that person has zero. Oh. So when I was speaking of the two okay. and the one, it was not right. you. Sorry. All right. Andre Young is better known as which rapper? Lucas. Yes. Ludacris. No. Close. Uh, Andre Young. It's not a bad guess, actually. Scott. Yes. Andre 3000? No. Joey H? You said it's close? I thought Ludacris was, was a good guess, to be honest. Can I ask for a hint? What era? What? What? Wait a minute. Are we talking Yo, 90s? What are you doing? 2000s? It's not your turn. It says he started operating on hip hop in 1984 with the world class oh, oh, record. Scott, oh, Scott. Oh, Scott. Scott. Okay. Dr. Dre. Yeah. I should have known that. Oh, man. Thanks for that. Okay, here's a good one. This says, complete this Biggie Smalls line from the song Juicy. I let my tape rock till my tape blank. I'm just going to sit out. Drop. Lucas, talk. So the answers say rocked, stopped, dropped, and popped. Oh, so Joey got it right. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Joey's on the board. No, no, he's got two. Joey's on the board. Score is three, two. All right, this is bonus round. All right. (laughs) This is for all the marbles. Let's try to get Lucas on the board. Joey, we'll just be quiet. <laughs> okay. What Eminem song are the following lyrics from? You don't want that, neither do I. I don't want to flip when I see you with guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Crickets. I'm going to keep it real with you, Chief. I don't know this either. Superman? What? <laughs> Yeah, see, man. Patrick is picking super hard questions. Yeah. That's what these questions are. All right, so Scott, you're They're the like winner. They're like all M&M ones. Scott, you're the yeah, winner. I don't know why. You win again. Wait, wait. You, I mean, oh, one, you more found one more? Yeah. Well, let's, let's one more this. question. This, one right, more this, question. This is the money ball. All right. This is worth two points. Okay. Try to guess the artist for this lyric. God show me the way because the devil trying to break me down. The only thing that- Joe. Kanye. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Two pointer. Money. That was a money ball. There we one. go. That's all <laughs> she wrote. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, let's just call it a tie. Yep. All right. Because you're going to get all. Who's you're gonna mad? Get, you're going to get all. I knew that. The only time I would be mad is if, I, we, if, for instance, like I had no points on the board, then I would be mad. <laughs> Anyway, okay. Joey, All right. thanks for coming in. Absolutely. We really Thank appreciate it. It's been great. Hey, well, Joey, where can we find you at your next yeah, appearances? Your, can you give us? Stuff. Yeah, I'm, um, everything is on uh, joeyh.com. That's J-O-E-Y-A-I-C-H.com. And then I'm on Twitter, Heavy, Facebook, Instagram. And those handles are all at J-O-E-Y-A-I-C-H. And then um, as far as shows, I just did a run of a few on um, the last couple of weeks. So I'm not really doing anything here. You're taking a break? Yeah, taking a little mental break, writing some stuff, recording some stuff. And then hopefully back in the fall, I'll be back where, doing some and more stuff. Where so. do you post predominantly where you're going to be at next? Is that Facebook, Twitter, yeah. both? Yeah, and then there's um, like on Spotify, they have like a 
detail or whatever that shows all the concerts and stuff like that. So it's it's pretty freaking on there. And then on my website, it's just under like Joey H Tour, I think. And go check out your latest album, I mean, Money Grew on Tree. I mean, yeah, it's it's, a, it's good, man. It's you should be album. you should be proud of it. Thank yes, you. thank you. And when you get big, like super big, like don't forget. Oh, no, yeah, you got to come back and do our show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Come back for a rematch. Yeah, just know. Pop trivia. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again for tuning in. Don't forget, we love to hear from our listeners. So please check us out on our Facebook page. And you can find that at facebook.com slash group slash the other side podcast. And you can also hit us up on Twitter at other side underscore POD. There you'll find a bunch of episodes and photos. And uh, actually, we're going to post a photo of us with Joey from today. So go on there and check that out. And so until the next time, try to see things from the other side. Thanks. I'll bring the real she wanna feel my highlight tape. I bring the real yeah. overnight truck a job. I'm at the wheel, yeah. working overtime. Wonder how the bonus. Fit.